This is a WKXL Spotlight. We are going to get right into it today because I know we've got a ton of information to cram into the next hour. Listen up, everybody. I am uh, beyond elated to have in the studio today right now Hector Andujar, the director of Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire. I'm going to guess that the most uh, of you people listening out there are not familiar with Adult and Teen Challenge. Hector is here to educate us all, so please listen up. Hector, welcome. Thanks for having me on the show, Jim. I'm thrilled. Why don't you start right in explaining as much of you can as you can in a short amount of time about Adult and Teen Challenge? Uh, well, it, uh, Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire has been around about 20 years. Um, Teen Challenge itself has been around about 60 years, uh, founded in Brooklyn. And we are a nonprofit drug and alcohol treatment facility. We're a Christian program. And we are a residential uh, live-in program and certainly one of the most successful that you'll ever find in the world, a very high success rate. And uh, I am actually a, a, a success story of the program, and that's how I ended up in this position uh, years ago as well. When you say a Christian program, I think a lot of people hearing that go, oh boy, maybe it's, you know, it's one of these religious types. Do you get that a lot? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but uh, I think what I, what I tell people is it's, it's, not, it's, it's really about working on the inner man. Uh, you know, I don't think that, I think addiction is something that has uh, many, many people bound. It's no secret anymore. Uh, it's affecting everyone uh, in, throughout the world. I don't think there's a family that we, we know that doesn't have, know someone that's struggling with addiction. So people are more open uh, when you know you have a proven uh, solution. And uh, so I talk to people a lot about, listen, we focus on uh, the inner man, what drives people to addiction, how can we help people get set free. And for us, the foundation and the core is our faith in Jesus Christ. I'd imagine that most people listening out there know somebody who has passed away as a result of drugs, whether it was drug addiction, hardcore, or if it was just a one-time user who used something that wasn't supposed to be there, fentanyl. We know this is a huge problem. In fact, it's the leading killer in America for people aged 18 to 35 every year. Do you know that? This is the number one reason people are dying for age group 18 to 35, fentanyl overdose. Hector, for Adult and Teen Challenge, let me ask you, who's the kind of target market for people that you're trying to reach and offer your help to? Uh, I, I, it's really anyone who is lost and broken and damaged and bound in addiction. Uh, for, for the most part, we typically attract a, a people that have kind of tried many other things. Uh, it's not necessarily that we're only targeting those, but I mean, we do have some people, for me, you know, the first time I ever got help was Teen Challenge at age 40, so that wasn't really my story. But a lot of, you know, a, a great amount of people that end up coming into the program are folks that have tried a lot of other things. And the reason is because we're long-term. I mean, who wants to go away for a, a year to work on themselves? In the beginning, it seems scary. People want to try a 30-day, 60-day program or an outpatient. Uh, but when you fail and fail and fail and you just can't seem to get set free, you and your family begins to think, well, maybe you need something different. So we tend to attract people who have tried many other avenues without success. And then, you know, the, the, the common story is, you know, till I got to adult and teen challenge and then, man, what a difference. 
different story. It's almost like you're the last resort, maybe the last stop on the way, because I hear this all the time with a drug addiction. It's like, I mean, that's why it's addiction. People just keep going back. You could stop for six months, something happens, you're out with the wrong group of friends, and you try one time again, and you're just back on that same trail, back in that life, right? Yep, very, very common, and you said it uh, perfectly right. I mean... Who, who, again, it's kind of a, like a last resort. You know, people think, well, a year, oh my gosh, and I've got to stay there. And uh, But it's just because we don't, you know, a lot of times when you're in that position, you're looking for a quick fix, you're looking for a quick out. And um, the idea of going away somewhere that long just seems scary because people don't know what, what we're all about and just how great it is to be there. And, and it's, for the most part, most people will say it's the best thing they've ever done in their life. And uh, those that move on afterwards often miss it and look back fondly on their time with us, for sure. Well, I want to get into the numbers because the numbers, I think, are are ultra impressive about what Adult and Teen Challenge has accomplished uh, through the years and Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire specifically because you're the person responsible for this operation in the state of New Hampshire. It's the entire state. Yeah, we're the only uh, adult and teen challenge in the state uh, right on Laurel Street, 147 Laurel Street, corner of Laurel and Beach in Manchester. So we do service the entire state. Uh, We go out and uh, do outreach and uh, reach people in in communities from everywhere from Keene to uh, Gorham. (laughs) So, yeah. So to lay out the picture for people listening, these people that come to find you are drug addicts that maybe have lost their job, maybe homeless, maybe their family's falling apart, they've tried to stop on their own, have had no success with it, or unfortunately just not enough success, and they're just down and out, and somehow they hear about something called Adult and Teen Challenge, they come to see you, you're saying from the get-go, listen, you need to be committed if you're going to be successful this time, you need to be prepared to come to our facility for 10 to 12 months? That is correct, yep. 10 to 12 months. is the, It's a 12-month program, you know, for, for some folks that, you know, can kind of um, hit some marks uh, and really change. Really, You really see tremendous growth and change. You have an opportunity to graduate in as early as 10 months. And we do have, like, a full-on graduation. Uh, we are part of Adult and Teen Challenge New England in New Jersey, so we sit under that umbrella. There's 12 centers in seven states, and we have a major, a big, big graduation four times a year. Uh, you know, with gowns, families are there. It's a big to-do. It's awesome. The most recent one was just a couple of weeks ago. Yep. It was in Brockton, yeah, wasn't January, it? January, yep. And how many people graduated? Uh, we had, I believe we had 18 that day. 18 graduates, all from New England or New Jersey. Yeah, which was a smaller, I and mean, we've had as many as 30, you know, 35, it depends. Okay. So this is happening quarterly, people. In their most recent graduation ceremony, that's 18 people who have gone through this process at Adult and Teen Challenge, turning their life over pretty much to flipping the page to say, all right, I'm going to have some hope. I'm going to trust in you, your way of doing things. And you experts at Adult and Teen Challenge kind of determine, okay, you've passed the course. You're ready to move forward in life knowing and having strength that you can fight off any uh, urge to get back into that old lifestyle. How do you determine that somebody's qualified to graduate? That's a great question. Uh, We're a four-phase program. So you have four phases designed to be a minimum of three months each. And each phase has certain things that we're looking for. And we do look, you know, where we want people to be well-rounded. So we're not just looking for a guy that's been there for three months. Okay, you're going to phase up. But how about... um, 
how about growth? Are we seeing any growth? How's, how's family restoration time going? How's, what's your character? What's your integrity? How do you respond to difficult situations? Uh, we have a, a curriculum that goes along with the program. So as you're going through the program, you're learning, you're growing, you're working on yourself, you're meeting, you're getting peer-to-peer mentoring. You, we have a certified recovery coach. You're meeting with a, a LADAC licensed uh, alcohol, drug and alcohol counselor. And so you're, you have all these different thi- uh, checkpoints, all these different uh, things in place that, that you kind of need to hit the mark on. And when you're living in a residential program like that, it's very easy to see uh, the, the troubled areas, the things you need to work on. Uh, the curriculum that we assign folks is it's tailor-made for each individual. Everybody, somebody needs, you know, the, John needs something different than Bob. Everybody has a different story and a different situation. So we're very good at uh, identifying issues in people's life, root issues of what may lead, lead them to addiction and keep them bound and helping them work on those things. And so, you know, if your, your curriculum's on time and you see, you're seeing growth and nobody's perfect, you're going to have slip-ups, <laughs> you're going to have mistakes. This is a safe place where you can make those mistakes and grow. But, at, you know, we get together as a team and we evaluate the residents and then we bump them up from one phase to the other. And we, we, it's a celebratory thing. We make a big deal of it. It's a, it's a, it's a big, big accomplishment. There's I watched not a lot it. of people that get free. I watched it online. It was on Facebook. People can go and find the Adult and Teen Challenge New England, or is it New Hampshire Center that so, it's under on Facebook if uh, they wanted to see the graduation The ceremony. graduation is always at Adult and Teen Challenge uh, New England in Brockton, Massachusetts, and so we share the link on the New Hampshire uh, Facebook page. It's impressive. Well. And, and you say it's, it's a big deal when somebody's graduating this. Like, this is a, a complete new hope for life and a lot of times the graduates of these programs now say well listen part of my belief in this whole cause is I want to try and help others to experience the same feelings of of like joy and hope that I'm now able to feel so I want to work with adult and teen challenge moving forward and that's a big part of this process too Hector right like there's opportunities for people that graduate absolutely I mean we have some folks that want to go back home uh, you know, take care of their family, get a job. So there's a whole, in, when you get to phase four, it's all about setting the person up for, it's, you have to have an exit plan in place that's approved by us before you graduate. That involves connecting with your family, making sure you have a home church, a job, etc. I'm going to tell everybody out there, Hector Andujar, in the time that I've known him over the past month and change, I've found to be one of the more jolly, outspoken, original, fun, energetic people that I've ever met. I think he's a little reserved in this radio interview so far. I'm going to bring him out full throttle when we come back on this WKXL Spotlight with Adult and Teen Challenge, New Hampshire. You're listening to 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, nhtalkradio.com. Come right back here, WKXL Radio. to this WKXL Spotlight here with Hector Andujar during the break I was just laughing with him a little bit making sure he didn't take any offense at my uh, critique of his radio personality and he, he started laughing and said I get like this on radio I don't know why Hector 
tell me. What, yeah, what do you think it is? I want you to feel normal and happy, and so there's no pressure. There is no pressure on you right now. Yeah, all good. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm just kind of being mindful of the time limits that we have, how much information I want to get across, and so and try not to make any uh, uh, distracting noises along in the mic as well. But I'm ready to go, Jim. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, we want to be professional, too. That's probably on your mind, but I feel like... People that would get to know you or spend a half an hour with you, 15 minutes, go to church with you some Sunday and see how just real you are. It's like, hey, this is a guy I'd want to get to know a little bit better. That's the part that I want to try and bring out on the, the radio here versus just, hey, you know, here's some of the good stuff, adult and teen challenges done. I want people to learn about you. Yeah. How about if I share my story real quick? If you feel I th- like you I think want that, to, go I think ahead. that'd be helpful so, so people know where I'm coming from. So, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a very uh, difficult environment at home. Uh, I got beat all the time. You know, everything that went wrong with my kids was that with my uh, siblings was my fault. Drugs, alcohol, drug dealing, crime, violence—that was all the norm for me. Chaos and destructions all I ever knew growing up. And uh, my stepfather passed away just shy of my 15th birthday. And I'll tell you, I was just like, I had no clue. I was full of rage, anger. I was very violent. And I just kind of made this vow uh, in 1989. I said, nobody's ever going to tell me what to do again. I'm my own boss. And I spent 25 years with that mindset. Uh, and of course, you know, began dabbling in drugs and alcohol. I just followed what every other adult male in my life did. And I took the same course of action. And I determined I was going to do that better than anybody else. I had a very low self-esteem. I had no self-worth. I had a lot of trauma from my childhood. You know, I didn't know any of this at the time. I thought I was normal because that, that's all I ever knew. Uh, but I was kind of unleashed to the world like that. And it began a 25-year run of, of mayhem and craziness and in and out of jail, running the streets, uh, broken relationship, lost love, lost you know business opportunities and jobs. And it seemed uh, everything that I put my hands to, I destroyed. And for many years, that was just the life. And I thought I was having fun and out of jail. I didn't care. It felt like I was free to do what I want. 25 years? 25-year run. living like yep. this. Go ahead. Now, when I got to... You know, again, in, a, in my teens and 20s, no big deal. By the time I got into my 30s and fell in love with my wife today, Carmen, I said I wanted to put the brakes on it. I wanted to have a family and settle down. And uh, I found that I just couldn't break free. It was you know easier said than done. And that began a few years of misery. And by the end of it, uh, I lost everything. Uh, you know, cops removed me from the home. Kids are talking about the violence happening at home. My wife's got a restraining order on me. I'm sleeping on my mother's couch. And still, I can't. All I can do is get high. I still can't get my mind off it. I still, I just had so much shame and bitterness and resentment. I could just, I couldn't believe I had gotten myself to that point in my life and hurt so many people, couldn't look anyone in the eyes. And I really just wanted to die. And I began thinking about killing myself. And uh, thank God, instead, I came into Adult and Teen Challenge on March 24th, 2014. And man, the rest is history. There it is. See, this is the Hector I'm talking about. All we needed to do was really get him talking about himself. I guess the things I'm picking up, number one, I put quote unquote, as I was listening to you, you said, nobody's going to tell me what to do. And I instantly was like, oh, no, I was kind of telling him what to do about critiquing his radio. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, have you changed that side of oh, things? Because you're all right time. with some people telling you what to do with, now? You know, that's the old me. The new, the new me understands that God puts uh, authority in our lives and it's good. And, um, and I'm so that was, that's definitely the old me. And a lot of my trauma, a lot of my pain was locked into that, that drove me 
uh, to where I ended up. And so when I came into Adult and Teen Challenge, that was one of the first things that God began to work on in my life was obedience and submission to authority. And I think in the world, we see that as a bad thing. Everybody says, you know, be your own boss, do what you want to do, do what's right for you. Well, that's not really reality. That leads most people like me and anyone that's in addiction and anyone that knows anyone that's in addiction knows this is true. Doing what you want to do and being impulsive and driven by your emotions, especially if you're, you know, you're jacked up and you got a tough, a tough, you had some trauma in your past, you can't trust your emotions. So your emotions are up and down and you're all over the place and you're hurt and you're wounded and you're making decisions based out of that. And so, of course, it's no surprise that you end up in turmoil all the time. And so, yeah, I had to unlearn that. And I learned all of that while being a resident at Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire was the best thing I ever, ever did in my life. It changed the course of my life. It changed the course of my family's life. Uh, I've been serving at Teen Challenge since I graduated in June 2015. I've never left. Best 10 years of my life, no exaggeration. My wife has given her life to God, and she serves full-time at Teen Challenge. My, you know, my son knows the Lord. He loves Teen Challenge. He loves ministry, and he loves seeing the work that we do to help other people get set free. Nothing like it, Jim. In preparation for this interview, Hector had asked me, hey, Jim, well, uh, should we talk much about the religious piece? Because Adult and Teen Challenge is largely focused on a belief in a higher power and paying homage and, and respect to that higher power. However, we want to verbalize that terminology I just put in. Hector could probably do a better job of describing Adult and Teen Challenge from the religious standpoint. But here's, here's the scoop, people. We know drug addiction is a huge issue in this country. We have people, like Hector just told his story, 25-plus years of this stuff controlling your life, stopping you from having any chance at happiness. Me, myself, I have two second cousins who both have died as the result of drug overdoses. Both were 21 and 22, so they didn't have 25 years of addiction. They didn't have 25 years on this planet, and they're both gone. And everybody out there knows somebody who at least knows somebody, like you're at least a second connection. If you're not first having this had something happen to you, you are definitely statistically two connections away from somebody who knows somebody who's died from drug addiction. Well, let me ask you this. Did the, all the other forms of potential treatment that those people were going through, did that work? Because I know one of my second cousins was in and out of treatments Arrested, tried like heck to get help. He was a good kid, but he just couldn't kick it. So what's the downside of reaching a point in life where you say, I'm going to trust something bigger than myself? Is it that simple, Hector, or what? Yeah, you're, you're doing a pretty good job of nailing it. Uh, that, that's kind of what that attitude is and the mentality is of a lot of people that come into the program because a lot of people come in and say, well, I don't know about this God thing, but man, I really need help. And it's kind of it's kind of that. It's like, I've tried everything else. Why, why wouldn't I try this? And of course, we don't force that on it. You know, we don't force it on anyone or anything like that. It, it's, it's about having a personal relationship with God and each person has their own relationship with God. We're there to uh, teach people and guide people in that 
that relationship, teach people about God, about how God loves you and about how God has a plan for your life. And it doesn't involve you being bound up in addiction and destroying everything in front of you and, you know, disrupting your family and putting people through hell and going through death. That, that's, that's not God's plan for our life. And so we're there to teach, guide, lead uh, the curriculum that we give out to the residents. It has, uh, it's all, it's all uh, biblical principles and foundations. So people's eyes get opened. Uh, when you come in and you're open to things, you, you learn a lot about yourself and a lot about a new way to live. That's great. <laughs> so in the program, is there an adherence to like a certain type of religion? You know, it's, it sounds like it's more open. When you talk about personal connection, is there a certain like strict Christian ideology you need to follow in here? Or uh, we're, well, we're, yeah, we're a Christian program, so we teach that, you know, Jesus Christ died on a cross to set people free from addiction. I mean, uh, to set people free from sin and addiction is rooted in sin. It's really, it's really sin. It's no different than anything else that you're, that you're dealing with in your life that's bringing you down. Addiction, the, the roots of addiction eventually lead to sin, and, and we just teach people that. Uh, so we, again, we believe uh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died on a cross to save the world from sin, and that you are saved from your sin, and you enter into heaven by faith and belief in Jesus Christ. And we just, and we, again, we teach people that. We have chapels every week. Uh, again, biblical counseling, the curriculum, etc. So, yeah. Okay, so there's people out there in the world that say, "Oh, you, you know, Jesus Christ died and he came back to life three days after dying," and there's people that give their whole life believing in that and say this was a sign from God to show us the right way to live, maybe to, to be happiest in your life. But there's another segment of the population that says, you believe some dude came back to life <laughs> three days after they died? You're insane to believe that. It's a made-up story. And for me, Hector, I see both sides, and both sides people are like totally convinced that they're correct. Well, you can't both be correct, but I'm not the judge and jury of this discussion. I'm here to say... Whatever you believe in, you have to believe that there's something bigger than yourself if you're going to overcome addiction to drugs or else you're going to keep doing what you've always been doing and the track record for everybody's going to show it's not going to work. Yeah. Two, two things come to mind, Jim. So uh, I read this book called A Case, for, a Case for Christ, and there was a movie. I'll tell you about it after the break. There you go. Look at, look at Hector. He's picking up on this radio stuff, people. See how he just transitioned out there. He hears the music. He's like, oh, no, no, no. We're gonna, they call that, what do they call that? A, a hanger or something like that. We're going to have you hanging on the radio dial during this commercial set. You're listening to a WKXL Spotlight Incredible Edition with Hector Andujar, director of Adult and Teen Challenge, New Hampshire. This is WKXL Radio. This is why we're here, people. To spread some good stuff out there on the airwaves. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord. 101.9 FM in Manchester is where you can hear us on the radio dial. Online, we're nhtalkradio.com. And we're coming right back after this. Yes, people, this is the WKXL Spotlight. This is why we here at WKXL created this radio show to tell people about stuff they don't know about. And I believe Adult and Teen Challenge is an organization that is just not 
well known enough. So I'm trying to do my little part to spread the word. I know Hector is. We talked during the break there about, hey, that sounded you know more natural. That sounded more like you, Hector. He says, well, maybe that's because I was talking about myself. That's just kind of the way it goes. I was like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to put him on the spot. Can you bring that same energy when talking about other people and some of the success stories that's associated with Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire. Yeah, absolutely, man, because that's what it's all about. And that's what my life is all about today, other people. Uh, you know, I, I think I, every time we, I start telling my story, I just get so excited because I remember what happened. I remember the day I got to Adult and Teen Challenge, and I just broke down and sobbed and cried. And just in my heart, just by myself in a corner, I just said, God, please do something. Please help me. Please take my life. I'll do anything you want. Please help me. And Jim, I've never, I don't understand, I don't know how to explain it to people. I could never, I never dreamed it would happen like that, but I've never been the same since that moment. I never touched a cigarette, a drop of alcohol. Not only that, I never desired it. It just was lifted out of my life after all those years. And so that's why I get so excited and so passionate, all the stuff that I learned at Adult and Teen Challenge and how God changed my life through that program and the mentors. And so the idea here, what I realized over time is that what God wanted from me was to serve him and help other people. And so that's that's the, that's the point of my life every single day. There's nothing greater than seeing other people set free. There's nothing greater than seeing people come in with similar backgrounds, hopeless, helpless. You can see it all over their face, and all of a sudden you see them a few months later, and you just see the joy and the light in their life. You see the families come, and they're going, I have never seen them this way. And you eventually, after a year, you see them graduate and move on to a new life. There's nothing greater than that, Jim, helping other people what it's all about. How is this possible that one day you just woke up or you just uh, midday realized and you have no urge to do this stuff at all? How's that happen after 25 years of being controlled? God. <laughs> and that's the part that it, you, you got to experience for yourself. I mean, I, there's, there's nothing else I did differently other than get to the end of myself and say, I'm done. I can't do it on my own anymore. I give up. God will give it a try. You know, and help what? Me. The energy just flows through you? Uh, like, this is the thing. Somebody listening on radio right now is like, oh, you know, I don't believe this, dude. Or, oh, okay, whatever. He can believe whatever he wants. But I'm here to tell you, if it can happen to you, and it's just whether it's addiction or it's any problems, we're all going through the same crap out there, people. The social media, the negativity, the, the politics, the advertisements being mailed to us, we're all experiencing the same thing. So we go, dude, what is going on? Like, life was so much better 20 years ago, 10 years ago. And then some of you are like, even three or four years ago, it was way better. It's going the wrong direction. So you're telling me God can come into your life and all of a sudden have the power after 25 years, oh, you, you're not even going to feel that anymore. How's this happening? And, and you know, I'll tell you, it, I, many people that I know, it wasn't the same for them. It wasn't an immediate it, it, immediate deliverance. I don't know how to explain that, but that's just my, that's what happened to me. Other people, it's more of a progressional thing, and it's a little bit more of a battle. So everybody's got a different story. Uh, I do know this. It, I didn't even understand that that happened to me in that moment. It wasn't okay. like this okay. big euphoric, you know, <laughs> the, the light, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like the light shone through. Really, nothing changed in the atmosphere. I was balling. I was I was a wreck because all I could think about was what I did with my life and how I ruined everything. And you know, I was never going to get my family back. And I was just a mess. And and really, just just said, please help me out. And and what began to happen though, there was just something different inside of me. I began to desire new things. Uh, you know, I said earlier, God has a plan for our life, and it's a good plan. So as I began to learn what the Bible says about how we should be living, I don't know how to explain it other than in my heart I just desired to do these things differently and I realized that when I make decisions on my own they're, 
they're, they're not always the greatest. Sometimes I think they are, <laughs> but they're not always the greatest. When I began to follow the, the outline in the Bible of how to live our lives, uh, I, as I began to put those things in place and people began to teach me them, and I began to say, well, again, I tried everything else on my own. Let me try this way. I began to realize that I was a lot happier, had a lot more joy. I was a lot more kind. And what happens is God, you know, through through reading the Bible and doing the curriculum, I, be, they be, I began to identify things in my life that needed to change. And that's where God challenged me the most. And that's where the most change comes in for people is if you begin to walk with God, you begin to look at yourself, who you are, how you operate, how you think, and, and he'll challenge you to change those things. And I'll tell you, if you want to be free bad enough and you're willing to give it a shot, you'll find it's the best way you'll ever live. So let me uh, refer to my notebook as I do every day during my show, The Sports Machine with Slim. I'm a sports talk radio guy, everybody out there. Hector <laughs> said Jim a couple times. My name is Jim McIntyre. I try not, I don't even say my name during introductions because I want the focus to be on the people that I'm interviewing with. So it's half intentional. But I, I do every day on The Sports Machine with Slim have a notebook and a pen. This is how I get prepared for my show. As Hector's talking, number one thing, I start to almost tear up when he starts talking about how bad his life was. And I'm like, why is that? You know, is he that powerful of a storyteller? Which he is. He does a great job of making you feel like the pain that he was in. You have the strength, Hector, to tell your story, which so many people I think would be like, embarrassed like i don't want to tell people that i lived like this before this is who i was for 25 years you have flipped the switch where it's like it's not that you're proud but it's like you now know what that was like you lived it and now that way you live for 25 years is powering the reason why you're so happy nowadays. I'm convinced of it. Well, that's the, there's a reason for the sharing. The sharing isn't has nothing to do with myself. It has nothing to do with bragging on myself because I said it and I'm going to say it again and again and again all the days of my life. Anything on my own I ever did, I ruined. I said that earlier. Anything I ever tried to accomplish, I ruined. I've always been pretty bright. I did very well in school. I can speak. I've kind of worked my way through many jobs, had business opportunities everywhere I ever went. You know, I kind of, kind of rose to the top, but I ended up ruining it, even down to having my family and ruining that. I ruined every single thing that I had in my life until I gave it over to God. So the reason that we share our story is because Number one, we want to give glory to God. We want, we want, I want people to know it is not my own strength because I tried my own strength for years and years and years. There's only one power greater than me, and that is God that can deliver me from addiction. And that's the same for other people that are struggling with things. And so, uh, so I tell the stories. We tell the stories. Number one, we want to give glory to God. That's the number one priority. And number two, we want to give hope to people because it is a hopeless addiction. Is really a hopeless thing. You find yourself at a place where you. That's why people end up dying and killing themselves and just staying strung out out there because you just get to a point where you feel like you're never going to change and this this thing comes over you where you accept you begin to accept your lot in life that this is just how it's going to be that's where hopelessness comes in boy there's no 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 worse place i've ever been than there and many many people can relate to that so we share the story so people will see wait a minute if if it happened to him it could happen to me god is no the bible says god is no respecter of persons which basically means he doesn't love hector more than he loves slim or jim <laughs> it's he, it, he has a plan for each and every one of us. And so he didn't just do this because I'm some special guy. He would do it for anyone that would desire to give their life to him and try a new life. Uh, people that are listening on the radio right now, let me just challenge you. When Hector says, oh, we give glory to God, that's kind of how we started out there. And in your mind, you go, oh, you know, this guy, oh, again, he's one of these religious types. You instantly think, oh, you think less of this person. 
right? Because they, they believe in God and they believe that's a central piece. Let me just challenge you. Who do you think created you? Your parents. Oh, okay, that's simple. Like, that's explainable from science, right? Who do you think created the world and all this stuff that has happened that could lead to this point to you listening to this conversation on the radio? And if you know somebody who's addicted to drugs, who hasn't had a chance to bail, nothing's worked. Maybe there's some power at play saying, hey, I'm going to get that person to listen to this conversation between Jim and Hector and see what they think and see if they think Hector sounds crazy because I don't. I don't know how many funerals people have been to, um, you know, the, of folks that have, we've lost an addiction. But if you think about, I mean, you, you were talking about two personal, two cousins that you had, right, that you yeah. lost. And you just think, well, e- even though people may not believe in God, wouldn't it be worth a try to see if you, they'd still be alive today? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know. Absolutely. And so, and that makes me look back to my notebook again, and I have replace in a box here with an exclamation point. If you're addicted to, to cigarettes, if you're going to try to quit, you have to replace. You're going to take away the cigarettes. You have to replace that energy with something else, or in all likelihood, you're going to go back to smoking. If you want to have weight loss, okay, you're going to try to stop eating so much so you can lose some weight. You have to replace that energy. A lot of people, what works is exercise. You have to replace things. In this situation, you're replacing your addiction to drugs with a belief in a higher power and simply saying, thank you for creating me whatever the heck you are out there, and if there's anything you want me to try and do to help myself or to help others, please just show me the way. Is yeah. that accurate? Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, there's there's also um, there's, there's just a lot of very basic principles we teach that are, that are not all super spiritual either. So, All right, I keep taking us back there because I'm sick and tired of people saying you can't talk about religion on the radio. It's irritating to me. Like, that's essentially sending a message to all you people that you're not that smart. You're not, like, smart enough to think about this topic and make your own decisions for yourself. So I don't mean to come across angry. I'm going to try and dial it back, Hector. Maybe I took too much of my own advice. I love it. This is, this is, <laughs> this is a WKXL spotlight on Adult and Teen Challenge, New Hampshire. WKXL Radio, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHTalkRadio.com. we got one more segment, I'm telling you right now. It's going to be the best one yet. Stay tuned. Challenge WKXL Radio. We've done some great episodes on this. WKXL Spotlight. I love Adult and Teen Challenge. I love the story. I love listening to Hector. So when people come, they're in a 10 to 12 month commitment. This is a facility where people live there entirely for the 10 to 12 months, Hector, right? Correct. Okay. While they're there, they're learning life skills, right? Because you can imagine people that are down and out on drugs, they're probably, they've got a lot of learning they need to do in a variety of life areas. What happens from the business 
side of things so that we're giving skills to people so that they can feel like they're going to be prepared for success when they graduate. Yeah, that's a whole part of uh, the program that uh, that people love, really, and families love. It's not like you go into this place for a year and you're just sitting around and bored out of your mind. And it, it, it is the complete opposite, as you saw personally when you came to the center. Yes. Uh, we're, we're moving and shaking. Everybody's doing something uh, in Adult and Teen Challenge, and, and that's and it's fantastic, and it's and it's by design. So we, we, have, we offer vocational training. When you come into our program, you're going to learn a variety of things. Uh, you'll learn. You can learn public speaking. You can learn sales. You can learn, um, you know, how to do uh, renovations and remodeling. You can learn, you know, culinary skills. Uh, there's so many things like that that you learn along the way. Uh, and it's, and one of the one of the best things that um, that we offer now. We have a carpenter shop. Uh, and we make our own hand-carved uh, cutting boards. Uh, we have a, a wide line of them. They're they're very very big sellers. I mean, we're on Amazon and everything. But you'll see us in the community. You know, we're out in the community every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, set up at different stores and different places. I think that's initially how we connected. As you saw, our guys over at uh, Tuckaway Tavern selling cutting boards and sharing their stories and offering people hope. And it's a big way that we raise funds. And but also the guys in the programs they get to go down to the shop. And and learn how to run the machines, and learn how to how to make uh, these hardwood cutting boards, and then you also learn how to go out and, and market them as well. And they're they're easy sells. People see them and fall in love with them, as you know. Yeah, when I went and met with Hector for the first time at their facility in in Manchester, he gave me one of the cutting boards. He says, uh, "Jim, you can take your your pick here." And I'm like, "What? No, no, I don't want to do that." I take it home. I'm using it now. This is like what you're going to use every day in the kitchen for, for cutting up vegetables, cutting up meat, whatever you're going to do. And they have built this business. It kind of blew me away, actually, Hector. You now have taken the business to such a level. You have its own like manufacturing facility with office space or, or, or machine space, why not, in the city of Manchester, right? Separate from your location. Yeah. It's 10, 10 minutes down the road, and we send a crew out there, you know, usually three, sometimes four days a week. Uh, to make them, and uh, typically the newer guys that have come into the program will have a chance to go down there because it's it's safe, right? They get to do do something, get out of the center, be a part of the things that we have going on, but they're still in a safe environment. Uh, and then as you you know go along through the program, you've been around a little longer, and you you phase up a little bit, and uh, you've passed some tests, so to speak, and then you come into leadership. And as you come into leadership, then you get to go out in the community and and do the things like you saw the guys doing at Tuckaway and go speak at churches and all that those sorts of things. But yeah, it's a pretty big uh, micro enterprise. For sure, we have uh, one, two, five, I think five shops around New England, New Jersey at, at the different centers. We make rolling pins. We make a bunch of different cutting boards, pizza peels, coasters, you name it. Where are you getting the wood from for this uh, So we, we do buy uh, from uh, uh, American-made hardwood. It's all American-made. Yep, absolutely. And, um, and then we wrap, we, we oil, we cut them. We cut the wood, we glue it, we sand it, we do all that ourselves, and then we oil them, tag them, and everything. And you saw the, the tags. The tags have a QR code that shares a story like mine. There's tons of stories out there, success stories of people that have come through the program. So pretty, pretty neat. It's the type of business. I mean, everybody needs a cutting board for their home, not for nothing. Like I told Hector the day, I said, well, I do have two of these plastic cutting boards made in China. I said, it probably would be better for me to be using the wood product made in America. I just like using that type of product better, and whether it comes to cutting boards or anything in my life, honestly, I'd rather buy something that's made in America. So this is a story, a side of the business things here that's like a success. They've built a profitable Positive 
business where people that are down and out in life are able to go and contribute to something. So the business side of things, Hector, makes me want to talk about funding, financing, etc. How the heck does Adult and Teen Challenge get the money to operate? Uh, we have all, you know, God has always provided uh, for our ministry. Uh, we are pretty much self-sufficient. I mean, the guys will come in, they'll get Medicaid, they might get food stamps, uh, some of them, and that's about it. Uh, so we're not state or federally funded. These people are showing up with no money. Uh, uh, these are drug addicts, because if yeah. they had money, they'd probably be spending it on drugs, right? Yeah, well, it's just, again, the, the type of people that we typically attract don't typically come in with a, a fat bank account. You know what I mean? You, you come to the end of yourself, you don't really you don't really have a lot you're sitting on. So yeah, most, you know, we, we do have a fee that we charge, but we never turn anyone away due to the inability to pay, which is one of the greatest things about this program and the the people that come in with the inability to pay is, is in the high 90s percentiles and there's a lot of people that just come in with nothing but we don't let that stand in the way we're all about helping people we trust that god will provide and so uh we have a couple major fundraisers we do each year big golf tournament in august over at candy woods golf links and then we do a big banquet down at the double tree downtown manchester every november those are two big ones uh, we're in the malls in december wrapping gifts selling cutting boards at uh, pheasant Lane Mall, Mall at Rockingham Park. So we do that every year. That's also a big fundraiser for us. Again, we're out in the community every week selling these boards and accepting donations. We have lots of private donors. I mean, anyone who knows, it's, it's either one of two things, Jim, either people, people never heard of Adult and Teen Challenge or they hear of us and they fall in love with us just like you. Mm-hmm. And when people fall in love with Adult and Teen Challenge, they typically stay. So anybody that's gone through the program, all their family, I mean, of course they're going to support the program uh, as long as they live because of what it did for them and their family. So we have a lot of private donors and fundraising. And again, the carpenter shop, and we go to churches and uh, raise awareness and share stories. That's how a lot of people hear about us and come into the program. Uh, but also churches have long been uh, major, major supporters of Adult and Teen Challenge. We, I mean, we, we have so many churches throughout New Hampshire that have had our back for so many years that love us and pray for us and encourage us and support us financially. Uh, that's a key, key part of this thing. There's so many aspects to this business, Hector. I mean, you say it like off the tip of your tongue because this is what you've been living here. As I listen to you, I go, well, what about like government funding? Because it's such a huge issue, uh, whether it's fentanyl or just overall drug addictions, like how much government money comes your way because money at the end of, of everything everybody like we know you have to have money to run a business like to do anything you can say you want to help people all day and you can trust in the lord as much as you want but you have to have money in the united states of america to make anything happen it sounds like hey donations and the lord i do believe is part of the magnet of attracting that so i don't mean to lessen that piece here hector but um the the money side of things from the government can you talk to that at all? Is like that hands off or what? Uh, we, well, we're again, we're not state or federally funded. Uh, we have picked up a grant here and there, um, but uh, you know, f- most of what I've I've been here almost ten years. Most of what I've seen, we've we've raised our own money all the time. Uh, we that doesn't mean that it's not happening because there are some other centers throughout New England that have gotten uh, some serious funding and grants and and uh, things like that. So that they did, there is some there is some monies available, not as much as there may be for the secular organizations, um, but that is, we do see that is changing, and we're excited about that. Um, We currently actually have a grant 
uh, request in at the governor's office, and um, we're hoping to, to maybe work on a few more things in the coming year. Okay, well, this is the big piece for me. I had never heard of Adult and Teen Challenge up until two months ago when I bumped into you guys at the Tuckaway. So that's why I'm like, well, wait a minute. It sounds like this is working for people. There's so many people that have this issue. It seems like this should be more broadly advertised. So that's why I'm thrilled to have you here on the WKXL Spotlight. As we start to wrap things up, is there any like sales pitch that you might want to give to anybody listening to the radio right now? (laughs) There's two things I'd like to say uh, if I could. Number one, uh, 603-647-7770 is the number to Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire on Laurel Street in Manchester. Again, that's 603-647-7770. And so if you have questions or concerns, if you know somebody that's struggling, you just want to poke around a little bit, please, please call. And if you're interested or you're a skeptic (laughs) and you want to come by for a site visit, I love Jim will tell you I love doing those. I love bringing people by and showing them the center, meeting the staff meet some of the residents and see what we're doing uh, and see how our program operates. So I wanted to open the door for that. Uh, we do have open beds of we do have open beds available right now. So if you know somebody that's struggling with addiction, uh, please give, give us a call. We also have women's facilities in Vermont and Rhode Island and New Jersey. We have an adolescent uh, girls facility as well. Very successful. This is all part of Adult and Teen Challenge New England, New Jersey. So we can connect you with the right people there. So that was number one. And number two, uh, rather than a sales pitch, I would just employ <laughs> you to, to, to not lose hope and to give us a call if you're struggling or if you know somebody's struggling, there is hope. And listen, even if you're not prepared to commit yourself to a 10 to 12 month time frame, if you just need somebody to talk to, Hector Induhar here is willing to take that phone call. Are you not, Hector? Yeah, we've got several people that can take that call. And uh, a lot of people come in just to say, well, let me poke around and sell. Come in for 30 days and try it out. And then (laughs) their life changes. So, yeah, just be open-minded. Be open-minded. Put the call. Go on Google. Adult and Teen Challenge NH. Thank you very much. Hector Andujar, Director of Adult and Teen Challenge New Hampshire. You've been listening to WKXL Spotlight, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. NHtalkradio.com is where you can always go to listen live or anything past. It's on tape right there. Have a good rest of the day.